From legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, it's that time of the month for another yarn over the back fence with Walter Williams and Ashley Mack. In this episode, we talk about Council's big opening day, Spark Ipswich, the new look for a people's festival, how to make the most of Tulma Place, another revitalisation survey, and we wish Ash Barty all the best at Wimbledon. It's Monday, June 28, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Walter Williams has called Ipswich home for 30 years. You've heard his voice as a leading voiceover talent in Australia and was previously heard in Ipswich on QFM, Star FM and River. Welcome, Walt. Thank you, Al. Good to be back. And to Ashley Mack, born in Ipswich, still carries the scars from growing up at Ebervale. He was the first voice on QFM in 1990 and is still a media tart and is a small business owner. Welcome, Ash. Thanks, mate. Nice to be here. Today being Monday the 28th of June, it's a monumental day for Ipswich City Council. They opened the new HQ, now known as One Nicholas Street. And council saying it's also the first to open a dedicated children's library. For better or for worse... Council has a new home. What are the benefits? What are the downsides, if any? Over to you, Ash. Probably one of the downsides is that most of the people who will be visiting there over the next couple of weeks will be wearing a mask. Well, that's true with the mm. new COVID restrictions today. Uh, do you think Council's promoted it enough that uh, that's the new HQ? Uh, I've, seen, I've seen the things saying we're moving in on the 28th. I, uh, I don't think it's that big a deal. You know, it's just another building. And, and most people are doing transactions online now anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. When was the last time? I, I, I think the last, it would be two or three years since I've been into a council building. Mm. Walter, your thoughts? Yeah, well, like uh, Ash is saying, it's, it's a physical place, yes, but everything is taking place in the digital world now, isn't it? I mean, they've made this wonderful new monolith for themselves there in council, and it's a testament to uh, a modern city, which is good to see. It looks fantastic. I'd love to have a look at the view when you mm. cross the Trumpy Bridge. Mm. And you look up and you see that the view that faces, which way is that? Faces north. Yes. Right. Yes. That must be the mayor's office. <laughs> yeah, it is a corker. It would it, you'd just look straight over towards the Diagular Ranges. It would be spectacular. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine if you turned them into an apartment block? It'd be worth a fortune. It would Actually, be. I reckon they should turn some of those buildings around there into apartment blocks. That's being talked about for a long time, and as you know, uh, residential prices rise, it'll become more viable then for developers to do that. Can, can I just bring up something though? It's yeah, what? it feels like it's been a long time coming since the first revitalisation was announced in two thousand and nine, but the reality is it's still within the original ten to fifteen year time frame. Wow. All right. Despite everything that took place. Despite everything that took place. But I estimate, now this is just my personal view, I estimate there was at least a three, possibly four-year delay in getting that new admin building up because of politics. Because oh, the original yeah. version, the original version, council wasn't going to own it. It was going to be a rent 
situation, oh. right? Mm-hmm. And then we had a change of mayor and there was a view prevailing that council should own its own home, which I don't disagree with. So council continues to own its own home and gets that magnificent civic space into the bargain. So while it's been a long time coming, a lot of businesses have been hurt. A lot of people have made a lot of sacrifices. I think this day is the turning point for Ipswich CBD. It's an interesting word they keep using that revitalize. So to me, it almost it should be resuscitate. Well, well, I think we've just been. I, I think today is the day we turn off the resuscitator and the revitalize thing actually happens. Yeah, but but, but it's not just Ipswich, is it? We've talked about this before. Oh, there yeah. are so many city centres that need revitalizing in so many ways. My old hometown, Townsville. It, it, I'm on their webpage. I grew up in Townsville. And it's uh, it's a dead centre of town, yeah. literally. It was, was a busy a Flinders Street, then it became a mall, and now it's traffic through it again. Well, didn't yeah. they say that there is not a mall on the eastern seaboard of Australia that's performing? Didn't Pretty they much. Didn't that a few years ago, that the, mm. the malls were a good idea for a while, but then every they all just fell apart because... I suppose it's hard to get all those businesses to work together in the same spot. Yeah, Yeah, and suburban shopping centres took over, didn't they? Mm. They certainly did. Let's move on to another one, Spark Ipswich. Now, this is the reimagined Ipswich Festival. Now, I'm not against fresh and new, uh, but maybe some things have changed for change's sake. I'm not sure. Do we need to bring back the street parade? Over to you, Walt. Oh, look, I love the street parade. Every year we would take the family up the town for the street parade, which wasn't far from our place. It was a nice little walk. Uh, and I, I miss it. I really do. I love a good street parade, especially in the switch. It's it's much needed. But I full marks to everyone who's behind this spark thing. I've read up the other day, and um, I think it's going to look spectacular. I love the lighting on the buildings. Mm. Love it. Mm. Yeah. I must be a, a little old-fashioned, though, because I really do miss the jazz and wine do that was a good one too yeah and and like I, i've gone through the the um, program and i must be getting old because some of that stuff really doesn't appeal to me that much <laughs> you think you've hit the nail on the head ash we're all getting that? older and you've got to keep reinventing things so i i, I like the name spark ipswich yeah well actually i said to my wife as we were driving across the trumpy bridge i said what's that all about because it doesn't say fest, it just says Spark Ipswich. I didn't know whether we were having convention of electricians or what. Yeah, branding might be a small <laughs> issue, you're right. Got to explain it. But anyway, I, I think some of the program is is very strong and maybe at some point in the future, the street parade and jazz, wine and blues, etc. could make a comeback. Might come back. Who's, yeah. who's uh, well, at least 11 local artists are going to have their work um, displayed yeah. prominently. yeah. And I thought it was good that they did spread it around a bit because they're actually taking it out to Ripley. One of the events is out at Ripley, isn't it? Terrific. Now, that is a big plus. It does need to be citywide, not just CBD-centric. Yeah. Tilma Place, talking of CBD-centric. Now, we've seen yeah. the food trucks. We've seen some live entertainment, State of Origin, don't talk about it, on the new big screen. Uh, what else could happen there more often to attract crowds? Ash? Oh, just uh, to me, entertainment bands. I'd love to see them set up a, a Sunday afternoon jam session. I think they're trying to do it at one of the pubs around town. But if you could actually have all the local bands who try and go and have the, you know, what do you, what do you call those things when you all get up on stage? Open mic. Yes. An open mic thing done in there. It would, And somebody who could put the whole thing together, that would work. 
Because they get all the, all the music's happy anyway. I think regularity is a key thing. Like you said, say every Sunday. Uh, people mm-hmm. have difficulty working out if something's on once a month, whether it's the first week, third week, whatever. Walt, what do you think? Yeah, you're absolutely spot on. You hit the nail on the head there. It's all about regularity with any of us. Uh, and and this, the older we get, the harder it gets to be regular. But Sponsored uh, <laughs> by a laxative company. <laughs> But but with the entertainment, I think I think Ash is on a winner there. If you have uh, that, but incorporated into your, your food trucks and what have you down at uh, the place, that that would work. Yeah, I think that the Sunday afternoon relax somewhere where you mm. take the kids. I think we're all agreed that Tulma Place is a magnificent open. Civic oh, it's space. a worker. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's spot on. It's yep. uh, you, you, two you, thumbs up. Yep, two thumbs up. Uh, I'd, I'd just like to see the rest of the area. I was down there the other night. I'd like to see the rest of it finished. It's far from finished at this stage. No, but it, it is getting closer. And if we if, and if council can meet its deadlines of announcing uh, who those other retailers slash food places are, just a little bit further up the mall. Mm. Now that the council workers are in. Mm. Uh, that that is going to be a significant piece of the uh, jigsaw puzzle they, put back have together. Have they worked out who the, the the coffee shop's going to be up there? That that uh, well, that restaurant affair? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you, you know you know a good coffee shop operator, Ash? <laughs> oh mate, it's hard work. Trust me, it's <laughs> real hard work. <laughs> and that one will be a, be a big one. <laughs> now, just so it's not too much of an in joke, yeah. Ash operates the coffee shop at St Andrews Hospital. Yes. I'm really the I'm really the free labour. It's my wife who does all the work. <laughs> Penny's the star. Someone's got to do all the hard work. Exactly. I'm looking forward to the mini golf course coming back. Uh, it started today and it'll go on for a few more days. Uh, and this, that's all taking place at Tulmer Place as well. All right. So there's there's heaps coming. And yes. just remember to wear your mask. That's it. Masks on, please. Now, I'm going to come back to something we mentioned at the start of Over the Back Fence, and that is the word revitalisation. Now, Council is working on an Ipswich Central Revitalisation Project. It's a word that's been well used, probably worn out over the past 15 years. I think it's difficult to attract large numbers of residents to take part. We're a bit war-weary, as it were, of revitalisation. How do we get people fired up to have their say? Because I think this survey is very important. Ash? Well... Like, if it seems to me that the who's ever asking the question doesn't know what to do with it, and maybe we don't know what to do with it. It's really, it's really hard to work out. It's not an easy, an easy answer. And if they do ask the question, then they've got to listen to the answers too. Well, and I know what some of the answers will be. Where's the Where's the ten pin bowling alley? There's a core lot of people in Ipswich who mm. would love to see that back in the city somewhere, but that's not going to happen in the city centre, as far as far as I can see. So those people who have their little pet projects will 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 come on board and have their say. But getting getting a substantial public response is always difficult in these situations. Well, any ideas how to how to fire how to revitalise the city? Uh, well, how to well, fire up people. To take well, part. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> no, look, as Aussies, we're, we're pretty laid back bunch of people, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we love about it, being an Aussie and being in Australia. It, it's just how we do react to things. But uh, look, I, I think it starts with uh, events like we've been talking about, spark it, switch, things like that to, to uh, give the city a, a boost. 
the Ipswich Cup was run successfully recently, and uh, and we need more show and shine car- for the for the car enthusiasts. And uh, um, we're having an Indigenous round of the uh, QRLs uh, coming up very shortly in Ipswich as well. So things like that. They're all good for the city and they're, they're good and we need to get more people aware. I think awareness is so important. Indeed. What sort of businesses do we want to attract to the Ipswich City Centre though? Because you've got, there's a lot of, and I know a lot of the landlords in there, you've, you've got vacant um, buildings or va- vacant offices just sitting there not making any money. Just to mm. clarify, Ash, you mean the, the private landlords, not the council landlords. Yeah, the private ones. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, they, you see their, their empty sh- stores um, trying to rent them out. What sort of – how do you get those businesses in there? Because the businesses won't go there if there's no traffic. Yeah. And how do we get what, – what, what's going to what's going to be the anchor? What's going to pull those people in there? The activities in Toowoomba Place, which are going to be semi-regular, of course, but the big one is we're, we're waiting on the announcement of a cinema operator where the Birch Carolyn Call mm. Cinemas used to be. So we're going to get another yes. cinema. Yes. That's the controversial call at the moment, mm. yes. Mm. So uh, apparently a, a big name is involved. Is it? Is it big enough? Like I hate to be the, the devil's advocate here, but um, people aren't going to the cinemas like they used to. No. That's the, that's so the truth. to invest that sort of money, it's a bit like the bowling alley thing. To invest that sort of money, you, you'd have to, you know, you'd need to make a return. They're, both mm. of those things are very expensive to put in. Yeah. Well, you're a regular cinema goer. Uh, I am. H- how have crowds been at cinemas? Well, for for months there, it was very quiet. I was going to a lot of private screenings. <laughs> <laughs> I was maybe one of a handful of people, if that, yep. in these uh, in cinemas. But now I, I noticed pre the mask issue and everything that's happening with COVID sort of raising its ugly head again, uh, we were seeing people coming back. And the start of this was one of the horror movies that was screening in Ipswich, and, and there were crowds, and suddenly they're finding staffing issues because the the local cinema uh, limelight has to go, well, we've been dealing with this amount of people for so long and now we've got to suddenly get everyone else on board to deal with this and and try to make sense of it all and look at it if we can in any long-term way. But that's the hard part is doing it long-term because you don't know. There's so much uncertainty right now. Well, they're talking about, we're going to have to start using our COVID certificate, which will be automatically within your Medicare phone app. And I was reading up on that this morning. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, Once you've got your two vaccinations for COVID, uh, you log into MyGov on your Medicare app and Mm. it automatically shows up. In fact, I checked checked mine this morning and it showed up my last two years of flu vaccinations. Wow. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Hmm. That's good. Well, I've had my first vax, I can tell you, and, yeah. but I've got to wait till September Me too. for the second yeah. AZ vax. Your yeah, mine right. is in July twenty. My second one's in July twenty-seven. So, oh, well, we got it. We all get a, a tick then for getting our vaccinations. That's good. Yes, you know, at least we're halfway there. Yeah. I, I haven't noticed any. I haven't. I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed any. I haven't yeah, noticed yeah, right, any Ash. At all. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hard to tell if you did get side effects. <laughs> You'll keep. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up. And in sport, Ash Barty is set for Wimbledon. How will she go after an injury at the French Open, Ash? I don't care how she does as long as she plays and we all get behind her because she's an Ipswich girl. Who gives a rip if she loses or wins, right? The fact she's she's there. 
she, the fact she's yeah, there is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. You know? And I love, I heard the other day, she's going to be wearing a, an outfit inspired by uh, the then Yvonne Goolagong, uh, who ah. took out two grand slams in her career. Right. Uh, and, and that's I think that's a ter- terrific thing, especially with the Indigenous heritage of, of both Yvonne and Ash. Yeah, no, that's marvellous. That's marvellous. So Wimbledon's set to start this week. Uh, let's uh, let's cheer on Ash. Go Ash, Barty. Go Ipswich on the world stage. I'll have a strawberry and cream. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And on that note, Ashley <laughs> Mack and Walter Williams, thank you for joining me over it's the back fence. Thank you, Alan. Thank you, Ash. A reminder, you'll find handy links in the show notes. And finally, a plug for all journalists working in the media. I urge listeners of this podcast to support all Ipswich-based media either by listening, reading or subscribing. A vibrant democracy needs strong local media as the city continues to grow in population. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.